Hey y'all, I'm Lakaya. And I'm James. And you are listening to the Message 24 podcast, where each week we're talking about relationships, the growing pains of being a 20-something, and pretty much everything else in between. Yeah, so join us every Wednesday for our new episodes. Bye. See you guys then. Bye-bye. Have a beautiful time. <laughs> All right. So thank you for tuning in to the Message 24 podcast. We have a very, very special close friends feature this week. Celeb. Basically a celeb. <laughs> Not basically, but really a celebrity for real. <laughs> and I feel like I could go on and on about this person, but I will let them introduce themselves. Hello, everyone. My name is Bronx, a.k.a. Tarot by Bronx, a.k.a. BX Knows Best. <laughs> and I am a tarot reader, an astrologer, and a human design specialist. I started out on YouTube, and then I branched off into Twitter, Patreon, Instagram. And you can watch me on YouTube for most commonly known my zodiac readings that i post every single month okay so if this is your first time listening to our podcast our help center segment is basically where we have listeners send us questions and we just kind of answer them Mm -hmm. so as i was saying a little bit before we have listeners ask us questions about zodiac signs how they play into our love life and what does this even mean all the time and i can't answer these questions so we're very glad that we have you here to do this for them so of course Go ahead and get started if you want to take on the first the first question. So I got a question for you. How does my zodiac sign play a role into the relationship? So when you're looking at the signs, right, we have several different signs. But if we're talking about your sun sign, which is like the main zodiac sign, everybody knows like when they're like, oh, what's your sign? They're talking about your sun sign. It, it plays a part because our sun sign is our ego. So it's kind of like what we think of ourselves. So we have 12 signs, but not all of them are necessarily compatible. Um, mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that you and that person can't get along or y'all can't be together. But they have signs that are more likely to get along versus less likely to get along depending on what aspects you have and that is a whole other thing in astrology (laughs) but (laughs) yeah but your sun sign is who you feel like you are and it depends on what aspect is making to somebody else's sun sign that can determine how likely you are to stay with that person but again you have a whole birth chart so it's not just your sun sign that is the determining factor Gotcha. But that's the major. That's the major one. It that play the it, biggest role? Well, no, not necessarily. Like it's very important, but I would say it's the biggest factor at all. In the because there's like there's like specific and it's in your birth chart, specific houses that correlate to love and relationships. So it's it's really not the end all be all like people think it is at all. That's why everybody can say one thing about a particular sign and then somebody else has a completely different experience with the same sign or the same pairing because it's not just about your sun sign. It's, it's like so many different things. So it's like, it's important, but it's not more important necessarily than other parts of your chart. Gotcha. Okay, so since we're kind of talking about love, we can go ahead and jump into 
what are the top three most compatible signs and what are the top three least compatible signs? I know this compatibility encompasses a lot of different factors, but just based off of what you've seen, what, what would you think? So the signs that I see in pairings a lot that are typically more compatible are usually like uh, like water and earth. So for example, we can put together Taurus and Cancer. Like those are supposed to be more compatible signs that work well together. Or Leo and Libra, they go together pretty, pretty well. Um, let me see, Virgo and Scorpio, those are compatible signs and then the least compatible what I've seen and observed are uh, like Scorpio and Gemini uh, Taurus and Sagittarius and what's another one that I see a lot that's weird uh, mm, I'll say maybe Leo and Scorpio so yeah, I would I would say those are like the top most compatible I see a lot, and then least compatible I see a lot. Bronx, I hope this isn't a dumb question, <laughs> but you see me over here taking some notes. So I saw that you said water and earth are the most compatible. So yes, I guess which are the least compatible in sun or water or earth or. <laughs> However, you seem stressed. I am. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. Sorry. You seem stressed. It's a, it's a lot. It's taken me almost five years to like fully be able to digest everything, and it's a lot for the birth chart. So, if we're talking about other elements, that's what they are elements when we're talking about earth, fire, water, air. Okay. It, uh, the other. Wait, what was the question? You said compatible or least compatible? At least compatible. Oh, so it elements. would be. It would be earth and let me see, earth and air would be less compatible. All right, I wanna. That's interesting <laughs> because I'm a Capricorn and some of my well, my best friend is a Cancer, which that makes sense. But then some of my other close friends are Gemini's. Mm -hmm. I could never date them. You know what I'm saying? But I could see like how we we work as friends. But I could see how that could like butt heads if it was a relationship. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The the earth and air. I mean, I always I'm a Virgo, and I always meet air signs, and we always like click mm -hmm. and stuff like that. We're not necessarily like harmonious or compatible. I think we kind of like a opposites attract type of thing. Yeah. So it's one of those that. It's either you love each other or you hate each other type thing. Gosh. Like, <laughs> but yeah. Have you seen where, so I'm a Capricorn sun, but I am an Aries rising, and then he is an Aries. Have you seen, you, did you know you were Aries? Yes. Okay, I'm about to say, did you I, even I know that? I don't know my elements. Okay. It's No, no, no. The element is like what your sign falls under, and right. then you have a sun arising in a moon. Oh, so I have all the elements. No, baby. But it's okay. It's okay. I'm going to do some more research on this. Oh, you, yeah, so you're, you're a fire element. 
fire signs, Aries. Okay. Okay. So, so that's what I said. I, I feel like the way you was explaining it was confusing to me, but we have an uh, expert here right. who can break it down and understand, because I was confused. Thank you. <laughs> so, ha- have you seen people be compatible with someone that they have a sign alike, if that makes sense? Like if... Like, like if they're the same sign, you mean? Kind Kind of like how I was saying, like, I'm a Capricorn sun, but I'm an Aries rising, and he is an Aries sun. Oh, yeah, I, I do see that a lot. It's called synastry. It's where you look at both of y'all's charts and see, like, what, what y'all have in common or, like, how the planets interact with each other. But that happens a lot where somebody can have the same sun as your rising, the same moon as your sun, mm-hmm. same sun. Like, it's very common. Gotcha. Okay. That kind of jumps into the next question as well. Yeah. So we hear a lot of people talk about, you know, their zodiac sun and their zodiac moon. And clearly I'm confused (laughs) about this. So could you go, I guess, through those and talk about what they are and kind of describe them a little bit? Yeah, of course. So when you have your... When you're born, right, the time of your birth, we have several planets, Sun, Moon, Mercury, Mars, Venus, Jupiter, Neptune. They're all in a certain position, a certain sign during the time you were born. So that's how your birth chart comes into play. So when you're born, the sun is in a certain sign, which is like whatever season we're in. The moon changes signs like every two days. So the moon's in a sign. And then your rising sign is like where the something sets and it, it's yeah so you have the chart and it tells you all the different planets but your sun sign is your yourself your ego whatever month you were born in whatever day the most common one and then the moon is your emotions so that's who you are emotionally more intimately um people that know you closely see that side of you or how you express emotions what makes you feel safe and then your rising sign, your ascendant, is what people see when they first meet you or your approach to the world, your perspective. So those are like what people say, your big three, because those are like the really the most important components of you. It'll tell you a lot about yourself just with those three signs. So, um, yeah, that's what that means. Awesome, awesome. This is a little off script. But can you tell, like, up front, have you gotten decent or good to be able to tell what someone's sign is or almost know what someone's sign is when you approach them? Yeah, I have been able to guess people's signs sometimes, um, whether it's their son or it's their big three, I usually can tell. I usually can spot a Leo very easily. Uh, I can usually spot... Because they want to be seen. Huh. Leos want to be seen so bad. Yeah, you can you can tell. They're usually the either they're wearing really bright colors or they're they're laughing a lot or they're something is very vibrant about them and the way they communicate. And I I connect with Leos a lot. Like I've had Leo best friends throughout my whole life. Mm-hmm. Um, or placement Leo is very prominent. So I'm it's easy for me to tell that. What is. I can only tell when people are Gemini's. I'm like, ooh. 
I know that you're a Gemini. Especially, I don't know how I know, but like I was saying, a few of my close like girlfriends, they are Gemini. So when I see them, I'm like, you a Gemini, ain't you? How do you know one? <laughs> yeah. This is, then we're going to move into this next question, but this kind of relates to this. Do you think that the, I always hear people say like, july cancer versus a june cancer do you really think there's a difference in the way people behave based off of where what month their sign falls in yes yes i do because it's people call it like a cusp um but in astrology cusps aren't actually real mm -hmm. it's not like a be like oh i'm on the i'm a cusp like Cancer, Gemini, or Taurus, Aries, it's not actually a thing. But yes, because the planets move in different, like it, it could be more closer to certain signs than others. So, for example, like me, if I, I'm born in early September, so I'm going to have likely more uh, Virgo or Libra because we're getting a little bit closer to Libra uh, season placements and then like if there's like an august virgo they're likely to have more leo and like you know more planets that were that way in august which is leo and then cancer even so yes it does change because the planets change and you may have more qualities of the next zodiac sign or the one before gotcha that's pretty cool it is pretty cool Okay, so I wanted to know if you could tell us a little bit more about human design and what are the human design types. I feel like I see you talk about this all the time, but I don't really understand it and I really want to understand it. So if you could just tell us a little bit more about it, please. Yeah, I love human design. It's, it's like my new love that I've discovered last year, I believe, and I just was so fascinated by it. I I just think everybody should know their type at least. But basically it's like they kind of combine like astrology and the chakras and a couple different things to make like a system. And so there's five different types you can be. And basically what human design does is it teaches you how to make in the moment decisions for yourself and like what is the best approach to life. Because astrology teaches you from a broad perspective like this is your whole life mapped out. This mm -hmm. is like this area, this area, this area, like it's a lot. But human design really narrows it down and says, okay, what energy do you have within you right now that you can use to make decisions? And you making decisions is not gonna be the same as another type. Like we've all been like conditioned to make decisions a certain way, like go out there and do something type mm -hmm. of thing, do it. But that's not gonna work for everybody, which is why we're not all on the same level in life because we've all been taught to approach it a certain way by society or our parents or whoever. So human design teaches you how to decondition and use your energy the way you're supposed to and make decisions the way you're supposed to and it won't look like what everybody else is doing. So um, yeah, most, most commonly y'all are likely to be like generator or projector. Those are like the main types, but there's five their generator, projector, manifesting generator, manifester, and reflector, which is the most rare. So I definitely encourage y'all to figure out what y'all's types are and let me know because 
I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> now I want to know. Don't um. I think you have a link in your bio. We can take. It's like a like a something we can fill out to find out. Yeah, it's like your your like if you're trying to find a birth chart. It's just you just put in your birth info and it it brings it up for you. And then like if you wanted an extended report on there, you could get that as well. And okay. it breaks down there. But yeah, once you find your type, literally you can just Google it or you can go to like some of my videos. I've talked about all the types and you can really understand, okay, that's really just what you really need to start with is the type. Like that's that's the basic of it. And you've got like 50% of human design already right there. So yeah. Okay, so if we do the quiz, it'll tell us our type. Yeah. Got you. Now I want to know. I feel like this is like some superpower type <laughs> shit. <laughs> Basically. It's that. I really want to know because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like I'm a master generator. I really can't. <laughs> I do. I just like the sound of that. No, I say this because I literally can think something and it'll happen. Like there has never been anything I've ever wanted to do that I have not been able to do. Like if I just say like, Oh, I'm gonna do this. It happens, yeah. it, and I have to be really careful with um, focusing on negative thoughts because those also will happen if I spend too much time thinking on it. So I think I might be a master generator. But I'm, <laughs> I'm taking the quiz after this because I want to know. You you either are a, a manifesting generator or you might be a manifester. Um, I would probably be able to guess your. I'm usually good at guessing people's types. Like I can guess, and then. Just based on like what they say, or like I ask questions like, "Do you feel like this or this or this or this?" Mm -hmm. And then they'll, they'll narrow it down, or I'll be like, "Okay, I know what you are." So I've, I've been pretty accurate every time. I like you're probably this, and they look it up, and it's right. So, yeah. So you think I'm a manifester? Manifester or manifesting generator? Yeah, I can see that. I'm gonna let you know because I need to know. <laughs> I really need to know, honestly. <laughs> Okay, so the next question is, do you think your human design plays a role in your compatibility, whether that be in romantic relationships, friendships, working relationships? Because I know you're saying it plays a part in how you respond to certain situations and how you behave. So does that also correlate to your compatibility? Yes, because it teaches you how to function in like a group setting or like what energy is needed because all the types have its own energy that it, it functions different like if it's like for example manifestors like the the head like the the start of the types like that's mm -hmm. the type that is the initiator that's the one that is supposed to take the lead that's the one that's supposed to be free and be in charge and in control and so if you don't know like let's say that you're dating or you have friends and there's another manifestor y'all are likely gonna butt heads a lot because y'all both wanna be in charge, y'all both want this and that. And there's a certain strategy that manifestors have to follow in order to have successful relationships. So if you don't know, like y'all are both manifestors, y'all are not gonna really know how to operate together where y'all both give each other that, that freedom or that space or whatever it is. And then you go from manifestor to generator, which is most of the population and generators are we carry out whatever manifestors create basically so like if they give us an idea we see an idea we you know 
want to act on it, we are excited to carry that out. And that's how things expand because of our excitement. So it's kind of like everybody has a certain role and then it's like you have to know your role in a relationship because then you go to a projector and projectors have the hardest time because they their strategy, like the way they're supposed to live is to wait to be invited. So if you don't know that you are dealing with a projector, compatibility-wise, you may be waiting for them to make a move with you and that's not what they're supposed to do. They're supposed to like be initiated into relationships and like jobs and things like that. So yes, it plays a big role if you know your type and then your friends or your significant other because then you know what they're not supposed to be doing or what you're supposed to be doing and vice versa and it helps y'all energy work together because nobody's operating against themselves. So yeah. That is awesome. I feel like that can be used for good and it can be used for manipulation <laughs> depending on the person but you gotta be really like trying I feel like I mean some people are master manipulators and they don't try so yeah. I, I can I can see it either way but I think that's really interesting I really can't wait to find out what we are <laughs> yeah. and I wanted to um, also give you the floor to if people are interested in learning more about human design are they able to book with you what type of services do you offer where can people find you just all the things feel free to promote everything that you do right now <laughs> oh yeah I have a few different things that I offer with human design the first one is there's like a link in my Twitter and then there's a link in my Instagram. My Twitter is at Tarot by Bronx. My Instagram is at VX Knows Best and the link tree is there and you can go my website is in that link. There's you can get your free human design chart. You can get an extended report on there. But if you want to book with me personally for a consultation, that is on my website. And I think the link is actually in the link tree too for the live consultation. But yeah, everything is in there, like all in that one link. So you'll be able to find it. Got you. Very nice. I also recommend tuning into their YouTube channel. It's great. Uh, also subscribing to Patreon. Oh yeah, Patreon, duh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like promote everything, but I'm gonna do it for you. I wanna make sure people know where to be directed so they can find you. <laughs> Patreon is like my biggest biggest thing that I try to put out there. So yeah, Patreon for extended readings, exclusive readings, early access readings, all that good stuff. I also saw that you sell different products. I saw you have like the abundance oil. Is there anything else that you're making and selling to people as well? Yeah, I, I have oils. I just, well, they're not in stock anymore. They're actually sold out. So <laughs> I put those on there earlier. <laughs> But they'll be back for Black Friday. And then I sell hats, some, some beanies. A lot of those are gone, though, right now. I'm in the process of trying to figure out other things I want to put on there. I might put some human design merch on there at some point. I'm, I'm working awesome. on that. Awesome. And, yeah, and then I have some decks that usually are on there. I have to do a restock. But if you go up there, you'll see everything that is usually on there. But... A lot of stuff is sold out right now. 
We love to hear sold out. Yeah. We love to hear. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, thank you all for tuning in to the Message 24 podcast. And Bronx, thank you so much again for coming, yes. sticking with us through the many, many technical difficulties. We really, really appreciate you. Of course. Thank you for having me. Y'all have good energy. So I would love to be back again if you ever want me here again. Of course. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the Message 24 podcast. If you enjoy this episode and want to see our faces, be sure to head over to the Message 24 pod YouTube channel and subscribe. And you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. See you next week.